Hello, listeners. Before diving into today's episode, I wanted to share a few ways you can go deeper with the ideas I talk about in this podcast and support my work. The first is my book, The Pathless Path, which many of you have probably already heard about, but if you haven't purchased it already, I really think you'll love it. The second is The Pathless Path Community, which I just opened up as a one-time pay-what-feels-right access fee. And in that group, you can meet hundreds of other people from around the world on unconventional paths like me. Finally, I'm working on a second book tentatively called Good Work, which is going to explore my deeper relationship with work and how that led to a lot of the transformations in my life. You can follow along in my newsletter, Pathless, which you can also find a link to that in the show notes if you want to learn more about that. Without further ado, let's dive into the show. Welcome to the Boundless Podcast, exploring the human side of work. I'm your host, Paul Millard, and I'm fascinated with how we can imagine past the default path to do things that matter. I have conversations with entrepreneurs, freelancers, and thinkers who are questioning the role of work in our lives who are thinking about how we can unlock creative potential in ourselves and organizations and are carving new paths in the world to create a more human future of work. If you want to support the podcast, check out the Patreon link in the show notes. And for more information, go to BoundlessPod.com. Today, I am talking with Yuting Chu a sound designer and multimedia artist in Taiwan. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Paul. Awesome. So I'm excited to talk to you today, and you're working on a lot of creative projects. Uh, you can probably see one of them here <laughs> in, my, in the video. Yeah. We're also There's also a video version of this today, and that's some of the noise the uh, instrument is making. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm excited to talk to you about that. Uh, you're also working on a global sound project, which we'll dig into, okay. and building your own instruments. Uh, but I'd love to just start with talking about creativity. So sure. you work on a lot of creative projects. Uh-huh. Where does that creative energy come from? Um, it's from my uh, my daily life, actually. I'm always curious about a lot of things, and I guess I just try to figure out. So I start those projects. You've said to me you think everyone is drawn to work on big creative projects. We'll we'll talk a little bit about some of your creative projects, mm-hmm. but can you give me an example of how that plays out for many people? Maybe we should we could broaden the definition of creativity. Um it's just um my friends, they are uh, they're really exciting planning about their wedding plan. And uh, I felt that that really inspired me somehow because I felt we're, we always want to exercise our creativity in a certain levels. And why I'm inspired is because my friends, they got so excited that sometimes I feel the wedding plan is more important than who they're marrying to. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I just felt that... Um, um, even though we have to follow by certain guideline, I mean the framework, so they give you different options, so you can choose what style you want. But I think 
It's always nice to see how exciting they they are when they are planning things. So I think exercising our creativity in life is really important for us, but sometimes we didn't really realize it. Yeah, that's fascinating. And I think if you're thinking about a creative project, that I mean, if somebody's gone through all the effort of planning their wedding, they can see those really minute details, which they put a lot of passion and energy into. Maybe other people don't see it as such,、mm-hmm. but maybe you're starting to see some of those in some of the weddings you're attending. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I enjoyed it. That's awesome. So, what drew you to want to go to art school? You've always, or maybe at first, a good place to start would be to talk about music and how music has played a role in your life.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm always fond of music.、Um, I can feel it in my blood. But、um, the reason why I got into art school is a little funny.、Um, I、um, I was trying to. Choose school between music and art. Actually, music school is supposed to be my priority, but I decided to keep that little wonderland in my mind because if I go to a music school, it's really possible to pursue it as my career, and I don't want to ruin it by doing so. So I choose art school, and、uh, it turned out is one of the best choice I could make ever make in my life. So, in a sense, you still were drawn back to music, though. You,、um, so you kind of used the art to express some of the musical things you were doing.、Mm-hmm, yeah.、Uh, maybe you want to talk about some of the projects you did in、uh, art school. Sure. I、uh, I made a vegan wind chime <laughs> one time, and it was just one summer. Wait, wait, wait. So、okay. let's back up. How?、Sure. You don't just make a bacon wind chime.、Mm-hmm. Where where did that idea start? Like, what was the what was the project? What were the what were the goals of the project? Uh huh. And how did how did it become、uh, something where you're thinking about、sure. creating an instrument and then incorporating bacon,、mm-hmm. which I think most people love. <laughs> I know. I was I was vegan at that time. That honestly,、wow. but it was really funny. Is Normally, my artwork is creating with my computer, and one summer I got so sick of it, so I decided to play with clay. I just want to feel my art in my hand, so I choose the ceramic class, and they offer porcelain and red clay in our classroom. And then I'm just playing with the clay, and I combine them, and then I slice it with my diff- my little knife. And then I saw the bacon patterns, and I think, "Wow, okay, this sounds fun." And then I slice a,、uh, a few pieces with the real knife, and I decided to just bake it. And it turned out they sounds really nice. So I was thinking, <laughs> "What if I created instruments? What if I make it in tune?" So I started this project, and then at the end, I have thirty three notes、uh, of playable bacon, play、uh, bacon. Ceramic strips and、uh, in the key of C, so I can just play it like ding 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 ding. <laughs> yeah, so that was my work. That's yeah, great.、So、and what were what were people's reactions to that? Oh, ah,、oh, they had a lot of fun. And、uh, during the opening, I've seen a lot of kids they're playing with it, and a lot of、uh, just people with old ages. This is what I try to create. I just want 
I don't want people to watch my work and try to figure out what's going on. I just want to be straight, and then people, anyone in the world, can just enjoy it. That's the my work is about. And did you serve bacon as part of your、uh, presentation as well? No. <laughs> Are you still a vegan, or did you? <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Yeah. That's amazing.、Uh, so, were there any other projects or moments in、uh, going to art school? And you, you attended in Chicago. So,、mm-hmm. were there moments of like just being in a different environment? You grew up in Taiwan. Yeah.、Uh, what were some of the moments of being in school there?、Uh, hmm. One thing that I really noticed was.、Um, Whenever we have a critique session,、um, I think a lot of Asian people, or East Asian people, or at least the people from Taiwan or China, whenever we got a compliment from other students and、uh, during the critique, and then we always says,、um, "Oh, thank you, oh, oh, thank you." We try to push the the things away, and、yeah. for some reason, I notice it from by watching. Other people's doing it. Maybe when I was doing it, I didn't really realize it. But I felt that the Westerner culture is more confidence about who they are, and then just they、uh, they appreciate those comments. And for us, the first thing we did is push it away. But inside, maybe we're still proud of it. But I just wonder where did that come from? Why do we try to hide it, and why do we even want to push it away to try to show our humbleness or what? I don't know. Just、uh, something that I noticed is a little yeah. different. Yeah. So have you gotten better? Did you get better、uh, during that experience at taking compliments? Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the end, they say,、uh, "I just said、uh, thank you." Yeah. <laughs> just like what they do. Yeah. I I've I've seen that across many people.、Mm-hmm. Just I think especially when younger, it's just hard to take compliments.、Hmm. People have this pattern of deflecting. It's like, oh, thank you, but it wasn't that wasn't that much effort or things like that. Okay. So it's、uh, definitely pretty fascinating.、Hmm. Uh, so moving back to Taiwan,、uh, how were you thinking about some of the creative projects you were doing and like the next chapter as you moved back here?、Mm. I'm still working on a lot of art projects, and、uh, there's one that I did in front of a metro station. Was、uh, I was holding a sign. Which written in Chinese and English、uh, says "holding sign for nothing," and、uh, that experience was pretty was pretty fun. But I have to say, I do notice the performers' art scene,、uh, at least in public, is not that common yet in Taiwan. So I think a lot of people think that thought I was a weirdo, but it was okay. I、uh, I was expecting that, and it was it was also fun. So that project is really about making a statement.、Um, I felt I was inspired by the, some people. They are、um, trying to buy vinyls.、Uh, it was a little trendy a few years ago. I noticed that a lot of people they buy vinyls and they try to take a photo and hashtag things with it. And a lot of them they don't even have a vinyl player in their home and. So I'm just. I think that update,、uh, making a statement of your lifestyle, has become so much important, and that made that inspire me to just try to、um, making a statement of nothing. <laughs> well, it, it, isn't the statement of nothing such? It's almost stronger than a statement of nothing.、Mm. Um, 
It's like an act of rebellion, would you say? It depends on what you what you think. Actually,、yeah. I'm not trying to make a statement. <laughs> and and did people come up to you and say anything? No, I wish, but I think if I did it somewhere, or maybe in the U.S., people ask what I'm doing, or well,、yeah. I will expect a little more interaction with people. That's fascinating. So,、yeah. so talk to me about some of your other,、uh, let's call them acts of creative expression.、Mm-hmm. Now you're a member of、uh, Couchsurfing,、mm-hmm. and you've met people from all over the world through that. Yeah.、Uh, maybe talk to me about one of your Couchsurfing experiences. Sure. There's one.、Uh, I started to be a host、um, this summer, actually. And、uh, I was thinking, man, I wanted to be a guest too, even though I'm living here in Taipei. And then in the short term, I'm not、uh, traveling to anywhere, but I still want to serve somewhere as a guest. Why not? So I decided to、uh, make a request, and then I found a host, and I、uh, I told him about. The, the fact that I'm actually another, also another host in Taipei, and I said,、uh, if you don't mind, I would like to stay at your place for a night to see, to check out. And he's he's actually totally cool with it. So I said, if you're fine, I'm making a formal request. And in my <laughs> request, I said, hi,、uh, this is、uh, I'm from Neptune, and this is the first time I'm traveling to this tiny planet, and、uh, I would like to check out things and.、Uh, The Taiwanese street food, and if you don't mind, I would like to uh, spend uh, one day at your place if that's okay. And he said, "Cool." And、um, yeah, I went、um, after my work. Actually, I still live like a normal person, <laughs> and because I'm an alien, so I can download any information from this planet. So、um, so I can also be in、uh, any form that I want, which is a Taiwanese girl's body. So <laughs> I went there, but before I Uh, I went. I bought myself a helium balloon because I know in Neptune it contains a lot of gas, and then twenty percent of it was helium, and that's how I make myself survive on this planet. So I I tied that helium balloon on my wrist、uh, the entire time, even the,、uh, the time I slept on his、uh, couch and the time I took a shower. So and the next day I still survived. So, so wh- where did that come from? I mean, wh- where did you get the idea to do that? Did it just start as okay? I want to stay with somebody else in my own city, or、uh, was there an impetus for that? Actually, for that, it's really just the idea came from right before I'm doing what I was trying to do. So,、uh, I wasn't trying to make. I said I'm going to make a formal request, but I didn't know I was trying to make myself an alien before.、Uh, but just before I decided to type it, I was thinking, why not? And、um, I wasn't planning to buy a helium balloon, but before I visited him, and I was thinking, why not? So、um, yeah, it <laughs> was that, a plan. Is that kind of your motto, like why not? Yeah, I think so. Sometimes. And is it something deeper around like curiosity and like going deep on ideas?、Mm-hmm. So how does how does that play out in different aspects of your life? I'm just thinking of negative space a lot of time. I'm trying to seek for 
what is the um well I'm just thinking about possibility most of the time and yeah. if I have one answer and then what will be my other answer for it and I'll try to give out my the other answer hmm. so what uh yeah talk to me a little bit about negative space so are you talking in like the John Keats sense have have you read about his uh, interpretation of like negative space no actually no. okay so I'll <laughs> I'll definitely share that with you but um he kind of talk, talks about, um, I don't know, what's, what's your interpretation first of, like, negative space? Mm. I guess it would be in an artistic sense. Well, I felt that, I, I'm not sure if this is really related, but I feel what I can perceive things from my angle is only in 2D. But if I can combine other people's perspective, it could be multidimensional. And I think the truth is always multidimensional. So that encouraged me to think in negative space. Yeah. I think his interpretation was uh, thinking about, okay, we have like the rational world and how things can be interpreted, mm. interpreted. And then there's kind of this negative space that's kind of an unknown territory. Mm. Uh, that we can't really fully ever explain in words. Mm -hmm. uh, so, I mean, I could be getting that wrong, but it's uh, it's kind of a different way of, or lens of thinking of things. Hmm. But, uh, so what was the reaction of this couch-serving host that was hosting you? Surprisingly, he was totally fine with it. He's also a, a weirdo. I, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You're one of the coolest hosts in Taipei. Yeah. Uh, that's great. It has an artist mind, too. Yeah. Uh, okay, so wh what does artist mind mean to you? Mm. Um, I think it's possibility, seeking for possibility. And there's no just one answer. So it's, So even being humorous is a... It's a, it's a creative skills too. It's uh, you have to be creative, and I think. Ah, I don't know. <laughs> no, I think that's a good answer, right? So? <laughs> yeah, I mean, thinking about possibility of like what can be, mm -hmm. right? And by definition, we don't know when yeah. we start, mm -hmm. and it's uh, going deeper in things. Mm -hmm. And as you're going, you kind of uncover like what to do next. Yeah. Does that kind of resonate with how you work on projects? Mm hmm So how do you decide what to do next? Like what project you're working on? I have a few. I have timeline, and uh, each year I get inspired by a few things. And I notice that if I don't do it this year, next year I'll get inspired by something else. So I have to finished projects maybe seasonally something like that that's interesting so you have to you almost have a pressure on yourself to finish things because you know you're going to get inspired by something else in the future mm -hmm. yeah so 
a lot of people say to me, I'm not creative. And I think we've already talked about this a little. Mm -hmm. Uh, Your argument would be that we need to broaden the definition of creativity. Mm -hmm. Think about the big projects in our life. Maybe it's a wedding you're planning or some other event. Mm -hmm. Uh, But what would you say to people that say, oh, I'm I'm not a creative person? I I don't know if people have said this to you. Yeah, but I felt it's... um you have to be able to see if that's an excuse or not. <laughs> yeah, it's really easy to answer the question like that. But I feel that it's just like singing. A lot of people, they say they don't know how to sing. I, I, I can't sing. And I think as long as you can talk, you can sing. And um, sometimes people have too much uh, pressure by um, having higher standard but just like what I said as soon as you can talk you can definitely sing so you can be creative anytime any just whatever you want right I've uh, I've been forced to sing a little as I've tried to learn Chinese mm-hmm. still still learning but the the tone that's like the flat tone yeah it's kind of like a it's very like vocal right mm-hmm. so the neighborhood I'm living in, Songsan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People are saying I'm saying it right, but I feel like I'm like singing a little. And oh, it's, uh, okay. That's it's kind fun. of fun. I like. Mm-hmm. I like it. That's interesting. Um, but so building on sound, uh, you started a project called the Cultural Sound Project. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about the, like the moment that idea came to you. Sure. You're like, okay, maybe there's something deeper here I want to explore that led to the Cultural Sound Project. Uh, it's just something small, actually. It's just um, I'm always interested in all kinds of sound as a sound designer. And I'm also um, so I'm curious about how people react to certain things. Uh, they have similar emotions but different expression of sound based on their culture. So I just want to collect it and show people. So for example, if you see something gross in Taiwan, at least for me, I would say ayu. So I think ayu might sound fun for other people, but that makes me curious about what would be the ayu in Morocco? What would be the ayu in Rio? So right. I started this project and um, yeah, I'm working on it and it's been really fun so far. Right. And did you know what we said in the U.S. before you went there? Like From the movie, yeah. Yeah, you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, it, it blew my mind talking the other day with you. Yeah. You're giving some of these examples. And mm-hmm. it was like, oh, my gosh. Right? Like, even a phrase like that, right? Like, oh, my gosh, right? Uh-huh. Um, there may be different phrases for, like, wonder or amazement in uh, different cultures. And it, there's almost, like, infinite possibilities, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are some of the other sounds uh, that uh, s- stood out for you? One thing that I find that was funny, so even now I still can't find, uh, if I translate it directly, uh, back to Chinese sound, I still don't know what that was. Uh, which is the oh, I lost my I lost my dog, and then when I was studying the U.S. and I heard people oh, and I thought that was a really funny sound. 
Yeah. It's really interesting. But we don't have that sound. We don't make any sound. And we don't say, I'm、ah, sorry. We said. It's like sympathy, right?、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or something cute. It's the same when people、oh, see yeah, puppies. Oh, yeah. Like a cute, cute bunny or、mm-hmm. puppy. Yeah. <laughs> or a baby. Mm hmm. You don't, so, you have no equivalent for that reaction at all? No, no, no. No sound, no description of an emotion? No, oh, or I mean,、um, because those two are really different. Sometimes it's empathy, sometimes it's something adorable. But we, at least for me, we, I express in two different sounds. Or different words, it's not even sound sometimes. So, what would be the sound for a cute puppy? Huh? <gasps> Oh, wow. That's strange, right? <laughs> a, little, a little bit. <laughs> But it's, it still works, right? I、mm-hmm. think if we were、you、walking along the street, I think if we were walking along a street and saw a puppy and you made that sound, I'd <gasps> be like, okay, makes、you、sense. Yeah. Cool.、Um, and then there's almost another element as we've started using technology、mm-hmm. that, like the text translation of some of these things.、Uh-huh. Because I know in English, there might be a different text sound or like the way to type it than、mm-hmm. you say it in person. Yeah. Have, have you noticed any of these things as well?、Mm-hmm. Like, I've noticed that、uh, in some cultures, it's not ha ha ha,、mm-hmm. like H A H A, it's like J A J A. Yeah. Or even like five, 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 five.、Mm-hmm. In some Different cultures meaning like ha ha ha? Ah,、um, okay. Maybe I'm expanding the scope of your project here. <laughs> yeah, this project can be big, can be small. It's,、uh, yeah, but anyway,、um, let me think. This laughing sound.、Hmm. Uh, we have our own typing system, it's called Zhuying, and we make a lot of sound from that. And、uh, there's one is called kuku. Kuku also means、uh, laughing sound. But I don't think people made that in person. Right. But it's because it comes from how people text it. And after people text it, and people say kuku now. Oh, wow. So it went from text to、mm-hmm. now people are making the noise. Yeah. Wow. Technology eating the world. <laughs> But I feel my parents' generation, they won't be able to understand what it means. That's、uh, amazing. So, what, what are you hoping to find at the end of this? Or maybe it's just a fun project to explore? Well, I am trying to collect that sound. And then at the end, I wanted to make a sequencer and then chop those samples into the、uh, sequencer. And hoping to make an interactive art with,、um, put it in places for people to have fun with it. So people can actually make beats with those sounds. So it will sound like a global beatbox. And、That's、at、cool. the end, I am mapping、um, a ball. And then,、uh, so you've seen those disco balls in the dance hall. So, I'm mapping the earth into that disco ball so you can see where those people come from, from the lights from my、uh, sequencer. So, you're not only hearing the beats, but also see where those people come from. And I think it would be, be fun. Wow. That's,、uh, so, you're going to have a big、uh, party with、mm-hmm. a bunch of people when you do at the end of this? Exactly. I like it. I、uh, hope to attend. <laughs> So, how do, you, how do you decide what type of projects to work on next?
uh, like you're working on all these things or even on a daily basis? Like, how do you decide what you're working on today? I just felt it's about time. <laughs> like I mentioned, so I know I'll be only inspired by certain things at this period of time. So I just have the feeling that I have to do this this yeah. week, next month, before this year, something like that. So you've built a series of instruments and we can, I'll definitely post pictures of these, but maybe you can show a couple of them for the, uh, the video camera. Sure. So you uh, have, this is like a, uh, octagon. Uh -huh. We're making some of So. Awesome. There's we, have, a we have the audio of that coming through, so. There is an instrument called rain stick. It's an instrument uh, in Africa. And they used to find those cactus to make the rain stick. But um, so it's a long stick shape. And so the rain would drop and it sounds, uh, it make raining sound. But whenever the beans are falling down, you need to do this to make it rain again so i was thinking if i make a triangular one or octagon one the rain will never stop so that's why i started this project i started this project in uh, college actually and now i uh, i'm just trying to encourage people to find to enjoy the little things in life so i make it um so now you can open it and then you can replace what you want to put inside so you can explore and discover things uh, like daily little things you can also crush the pine cone or you can try to find something from your office desk and just put it inside and then to see what it sounds like that's awesome so if you're listening i would describe this as an octave Octagonal. I don't know if octagonal is a word. Uh, so it's kind of an octagon, right? It's made mm -hmm. out of wood. Uh, yeah. It has four sides all around. Mm -hmm. And it, it's, I guess, what you call an infinite rain stick. Yeah, you can um, call it that. It's, exactly. it's a pretty beautiful instrument. She's made it by hand, and I think oh, you cut it with... Well, you, you put it together with hand, right? Oh, yeah. And cut it with uh, laser as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, definitely pretty cool. And you started with a triangle, right? Yeah. Um, and then how did you decide, okay, maybe I'm going to make this an octagon? It makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, because um, uh, the, sounds, the sound is a lot smoother. But I think the triangular one has different characteristics too. I just want to explore the shapes, so that's why I designed different types. That's awesome. And these might be for sale one day? Uh, yeah, I want really to buy want them. to encourage people to just explore. And yeah. uh, maybe I'll find something inspiring from other people's uh, work too. Just something that I never thought about. I could put it in it. Like a, maybe now I'm thinking about uh, teeth. <laughs> teeth, wow. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. I need to know where to collect it. But it will sound so. <laughs> it will sound fun. I think. Just you can put whatever you maybe want. Maybe you could start a part-time job as the tooth fairy. Do you have the tooth fairy here in the? 
No, in Taiwan? Not, no, it's not our thing. Oh, wow. There you go, learning new things as well. Do you have any sort of ritual? <laughs> I don't know, we're on a tangent of teeth right now, but do you have any sort of ritual when a, you're a child and you lose a tooth? No, not about a tooth, though. Yeah, we don't have the tooth one. Interesting. Maybe you can, maybe you can bring that as mm-hmm. a way to collect teeth. <laughs> um, but uh, that's great. And Thank you. It's a pretty cool instrument. Maybe we can show a couple of the other versions. Oh, yeah. Um, this is like an earlier version. Mm-hmm. It's a little smaller and with uh, sounds different, too. This one has the nails and chicken wire in it. This one is the acrylic sticks, so it sounds a little different. Yeah. And uh, I'm just trying to explore the sound and the, the texture. Amazing. And, um, yeah, I'm having so much fun. <laughs> so with all these creative projects, uh, you're obviously, it, it seems like you're pretty alive with these projects pretty energized, um, challenged. Where do you see all this kind of taking you? Like, how do you incorporate a lot of this creativity in your life as you think about, like, spending your time? I feel this is just the exercise of my soul. And I just want to keep it and then to make myself healthy. (laughs) Yeah. It's uh, it's almost like this inner drive that you have to listen to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's beautiful. Uh, so w- what would be a message you might want to leave with people um, for them to think about? Mm, I guess I've mentioned this before. It's just I felt we all have the desire to be creative and I think people should be more encouraged to be creative and do what they want to do because I think that's really helps us to think outside of a box and to perceive things from different perspective, to seek out possibility. And uh, so I think it's important for everyone to try to explore and it doesn't have to be a big project like the wedding plan, but it, it can be just discover and enjoy the little things in life that could be an art form too. That's yeah. amazing. Well, thank you so much. Uh, where can people find out more about either your sound project or uh, other things you're working on? Um, you can find my... You can find me on my SoundCloud as Yu Tingling. That's my stage name. And then uh, I, I make electronic music in my free time. And um, I just make it for fun. Um, and you can also find me on culturalsound.info. That's the, the project that I'm working on. And if you're interested in being a part of it, I'll appreciate it. It'll be fun to have you. Yeah, it's just a short, uh, like, 10-minute survey people can do mm-hmm. Yeah. online and submit some of the different sounds. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, it was a pleasure talking with you today. I uh, really enjoyed your stories and uh, insight you shared into uh, creativity. Thanks again for having me, Paul. Thank you for listening to the Boundless Podcast. If you have feedback, guest suggestions, or ideas I should explore, 
I'd really love to hear from you. One of the best things about this journey I've been on is connecting with all the people from around the world who are resonating with some of the ideas, some crazy, some better, some worse, uh, that I'm putting out into the world. Uh, you can email me at paul at think-boundless.com or find me on the various socials, which I link in my site. So I'm focused on keeping this podcast ad-free, uh, clear of requests for ratings on various platforms. Basically, just want to keep it useful, interesting, and worth listening to. Uh, you guys hear enough about different underwear and sleep mattresses that people are pushing. I mean, how many mattresses can uh, people sell? It's unbelievable. Um, anyway, if you do want to support this podcast and uh, support this crazy journey I'm on, uh, you can do that on Patreon through the show notes link. And this is just so much fun. And I really thank you for listening and the continued feedback and support. Hey, all. Thanks for listening to the episode. I really appreciate the support and especially always love when people reach out letting me know what they think about the specific episodes. If you want to go deeper into Pathless Path World, you can, of course, check out my book. It's sold it's going to hit 50,000 soon. I think by the time you're hearing this, it will probably have already sold 50,000, which is mind-blowing. But I continue all the support of people that buy and share the book. If you want to meet others on Pathless Paths, I have a community, which you can find at pathlesspath.com membership. And you can join and meet hundreds of others around the world trying to make sense of weird paths and meeting others along the way. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you have a good day.